Hello, friends. I'm Pastor Pitts Evans. Welcome to the Whole Word Podcast. Let's get right to the Word of God. Genesis chapter 4. Adam lay with his wife Eve, and she became pregnant and gave birth to Cain. She said, With the help of the Lord, I have brought forth a man. Later, she gave birth to his brother Abel. Now Abel kept flocks, and Cain worked the soil. In the course of time, Cain brought some of the fruit of the soil as an offering to the Lord. But Abel brought fat portions from some of the firstborn of his flock. The Lord looked with favor on Abel and his offering, but on Cain and his offering he did not look with favor. So Cain was very angry, and his face was downcast. Then the Lord said to Cain, Why are you angry? Why is your face downcast? If you do what is right, will you not be accepted? But if you do not do what is right, sin is crouching at your door. It desires to have you, but you must master it. Now Cain said to his brother Abel, Let's go out to the field. While they were still in the field, Cain attacked his brother Abel and killed him. Then the Lord said to Cain, Where is your brother Abel? I don't know, he replied. Am I my brother's keeper? The Lord said, What have you done? Listen, your brother's blood is crying out to me from the ground. Now you're under a curse and driven from the ground, which opened its mouth to receive your brother's blood from your hand. When you work the ground, it will no longer yield its crop for you. You will be a restless wanderer in the earth. Cain said to the Lord, My punishment is more than I can bear. Today you're driving me from the land, and I will be hidden from your presence. I will be a restless wanderer on the earth, and whoever finds me will kill me. But the Lord said to him, Not so. If anyone kills Cain, he will suffer vengeance seven times over. Then the Lord put a mark on Cain so that no one who found him would kill him. So Cain went out from the Lord's presence and lived in the land of Nod, east of Eden. Cain lay with his wife, and she became pregnant and gave birth to Enoch. Cain was then building a city, and he named it after his son Enoch. To Enoch was born Erad, and Erad was the father of Mehuel, and Mehuel was the father of Methushael, and Methushael was the father of Lamech. Lamech married two women, one named Ada and the other Zilhah. Ada gave birth to Jabal. He was the father of those who live in tents and raise livestock. His brother's name was Jubal. He was the father of all who play the harp and the flute. Zilhah also had a son, Tubal-Cain, who forged all kinds of tools out of bronze and iron. Tubal-Cain's sister was named Namah. Lamech said to his wives, Ada and Zilhah, listen to me, wives of Lamech, hear my words. I have killed a man for wounding me, a young man for injuring me. If Cain is avenged seven times, then Lamech shall be avenged seventy-seven times. Adam lay with his wife again, and she gave birth to a son and named him Seth, saying, God has granted me another child in place of Abel, since Cain killed him. Seth also had a son, and he named him Enosh. At that time, men began to call on the name of the Lord. 
Of course, Adam and Eve were made with the hands of God, but Cain and Abel were born through a mother and father. And so the birth of Cain is actually the first human birth that came through a natural means, natural process with a mother and father. Verse 1, Adam made love to his wife Eve, and she became pregnant and gave birth to Cain. So Cain is the firstborn son of Adam and Eve. And um, as I said, by natural means, Adam and Eve were not subject to the birth process, but Cain was. And then in verse 2, later, she gave birth to his brother Abel. So first births and first brothers. The first uh, two children were brothers, Cain and Abel. And then in verse 3, we read that Cain made an offering of fruit to the Lord, and Abel made an offering to the Lord from his flocks. Now, some have suggested that Cain's offering was not received by the Lord because it was fruit, but that's not true. Honestly, as you go through um, the book of Exodus and Leviticus, there are many grain offerings and different types of offerings that the Lord readily received according to the Mosaic law. And so the idea of a grain offering was perfectly acceptable. Cain was offering something that was available to him. It was a valuable product. The fruit was valuable, the vegetable matter, whatever it was. And so the issue was not that one was vegetable matter and one was animal. Abel offered from his flocks. The issue was that there was something wrong with Cain's heart. There was something in the offering of Cain, whether his attitude was he was grudgingly giving it, we don't know, but there was something to do with the nature of his heart relationship with the offering that he was giving that made it unacceptable to God. And it wasn't just a matter of it being fruit as opposed to being flocks. And so Abel, of course, offered from his flocks and the Lord received Abel's offering. And Cain was very upset that um, Abel's offering had been received and, and his offering had been rejected. Now, notice also these are the first offerings of both fruit and flocks. Uh, There's no mention of an altar at this early stage, but these are the first offerings. And then we read in verse 7, related to um, Cain's attitude, the Lord said, If you do what is right, will you not be accepted? But if you do not do what is right, sin is crouching at your door. It desires to have you, but you must have rule over it. And so notice this early reference to sin. The idea that if he did what's right, his offering would be acceptable. There's something, as I mentioned, that was um, unacceptable in his attitude or his relationship with his offering toward the Lord. But he needed to do what was acceptable in the eyes of God. And if he did that, the Lord would receive his offering. But notice the Lord says, sin is crouching at your door, Cain. And then he says, it desires to have you, but you must rule over it. Friends, that early warning from heaven. Sin is crouching at your door, number one. Number two, it desires to have you. And number three, but the plan of heaven is you must have rule over it. That was not just God's instructions to Cain. It was God's instructions to us. And so Cain didn't listen. And you know the result. The sin that was crouching at his door was rebellion against God and murder was birthed in his heart. And so in moving forward, he lured his brother Abel out into the field, and while they were in the field, he killed him. He murdered his brother. And so this first murder takes place, and the murder of Cain attacking his brother Abel uh, with the sin of fratricide. And so this sin crouching at the door does not have to give birth to murder, 
But there's sin crouching at your door, and it's crouching at my door. It's always that way. It desires to have mastery over us, but we must master it. We must rule over it. And so in the case of Cain and Abel, of course, Cain attacked Abel and killed him. The Lord heard Abel's blood crying out from the ground. In verse 10, the Lord said, what have you done? Listen, your brother's blood cries out to me from the ground. And so um, this idea that Cain was judged because of the spilling of blood is made clear in this. But notice the blood cries out to God from the ground. There is some type of supernatural component in human blood that the Lord takes count of and the Lord takes note of. This mention of the blood crying out from the ground is, is fascinating. It is mystical in some ways. But this blood had an impact on the ground. And the Lord said in verse 11, Now you're under a curse and driven from the ground, which has opened its mouth to receive your brother's blood from your hand. And so this fouling of the land with the blood of a righteous Abel had taken place. And so Cain was driven away once again. There was a mark put on Cain so that anyone who found him wouldn't kill him. Cain was afraid that as a cast out, he would be murdered or he would be executed. And the Lord put a mark on him for his protection not for his shame and his condemnation, but for his protection. We go on in this chapter to read about Jabal, who was the father of those who live in tents and raise livestock. Now, this father means the ancestor of all. He was the first who lived in tents and the first who raised livestock. And his brother's name was Jubal. And Jabal was the father of those in tents. And Jubal was the one who was the father of those who played string instruments and pipes. And so in Judaism, uh, father, it can be ancestor, it can be originator. In this instance, it's the originator of those who played instruments and pipes. Then there's a mention of a man named Tubal-Cain and his sister Nama. The Jewish sages tell us that Nama became the wife of Noah. That's extra biblical, but there's a long tradition for that. And then Seth was born, and he began to call on the name of Yahweh. And so at that time, others began to call on the name of Yahweh. Now, I want to just back up. This is a very interesting chapter from a lot of different perspectives. The relationship with Cain and Abel, the first brothers, was fraught with jealousy and competition. This continues among brothers to this day, and both natural brothers and brothers in work, brothers in ministry, brothers of various ways. But brothers are intended to cooperate together for the purposes of heaven. There's always a sin crouching at our door that seeks to divide us among brothers and brothers and sisters. And so we must master this. Our blood is in our bodies by the grace of God bringing life to us. But our blood was given to us for a season. We're all brought into this earth for a season to bear fruit for the master. And so in the days of their flesh, Cain and Abel came into the world uh, with the mandate from heaven that they would walk with God like Adam and Eve had been called to previously. They started out well enough with offerings, but there was something defective in Cain's offering and Abel's offering was received. Whatever is going on with you today, friends, there is something in your life that the Lord desires to have as an offering from you, whether it's your finances, your time, your prayer life, your relationship with him, whatever it is, I just want to pray now into that. Lord, I just pray that we would bring you an acceptable sacrifice today. Lord, we recognize that sin is crouching at our day too, at our door too. Lord, may we have mastery over it. We know that it desires to rule over us. We ask you, Lord, that you would help us to rule over it. God, bring us to the place where we can call on the name of Yahweh and bring glory to your name in everything that we say and do. We pray these things now in Jesus' name. Amen.
Thank you for listening to this episode of The Whole Word. It was brought to you by Whole Word Fellowship and the Northern Virginia House of Prayer. If you were encouraged, please share our podcast with your friends. We'd also appreciate it if you'd hit subscribe in your favorite podcast app and take a few moments to write a review. If you'd like more information on our church and our ministry, you can go to wholeword.net or wholewordpodcast.com for more information. Thank you again, and may the Lord Jesus bless you today and always.